What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So, we're just going to take it easy and, and have a general discussion of the state of the MLB. What's going on? What are these teams up to? There have been some major, major moves, some huge shifts in the market. And I have I have some genuine thoughts on this. So, I was looking at the... Xander Bogart's deal. So Xander Bogart's agreed to an 11-year, $280 million contract with the San Diego Padres. He signed a free agent contract. He's no longer going to be a Boston Red Sox. And that's it's a big blow for Boston. You know, to many people, it was a foregone conclusion that Bogart's would be gone at the end of the year. A lot of people thought that. But looking at this deal he ended up with, in San Diego, I think that the Red Sox could have done better to keep this guy. Because you're dealing with someone who is a homegrown talent, obviously has two World Series rings with you, is a fan favorite, is the face of the franchise, and you let him go for 11 years to 80. I don't understand that. Because if that's all it took to sign Xander Bogarts, it makes you wonder why the Red Sox couldn't have made a better offer. I mean, if you look back in the spring, extension talks between Boston and the shortstop, they never came close. It was an easy call for Bogart's camp to turn on the offer. All the Red Sox offered was one additional season at $30 million. It didn't seem like they were interested in paying this guy. You know, there's been a significant shift in strategy in the Red Sox front office ever since Heim Bloom became GM a couple years ago. Started with trading away Mookie Betts. Heim Bloom came from Tampa Bay. And now the Red Sox, for some reason, are taking the approach where they want to behave like Tampa Bay. They want to behave like they're a team with a small payroll, even though they're not. But you might be wondering, okay, what should the Red Sox have offered Xander Bogarts? An 11-year deal for a 30-year-old is a very bad idea, which I agree. You don't give him an 11-year deal, but for $25 million a year, I think what you could do, you could easily beat that, that AAV. For Bogey, I think something like six years, 210 would have got it done. So, I mean, if, if you were the player, would you rather take 11, year, 11 years, 280, or six years, 210? I think six years, 210, that's $35 million a year on average. And you're cutting the length of contract in half, but you're still getting another chance to perhaps hit the open market again and make more money. The higher average annual value is is very enticing. $35 million a year for six years is better than $25 million a year for 11 because he can hit the market again. I think something like that would have gotten it done. It would put him up. He would be making a, probably be the highest paid shortstop in baseball in terms of average annual value. I think Carlos Correa made just below that this past year for one year from Minnesota. But no one has made that for multiple years as a shortstop. So it's it's a bit of a head-scratcher because now in Boston, Raphael Devers is sitting there wondering, well, what, what am I going to do? Do I need to get out of here too? I look back at my guy Mookie a few years ago. They didn't take care of him. They let him walk. They traded him. And then I look at my friend Bogarts, and all of a sudden he's gone too because they couldn't pay him what he was worth. Raphael Devers is the next guy in there, and he's obviously worth a lot. He has a huge amount of leverage right now. 
I think that's the mistake that the Red Sox fans wouldn't. I mean, obviously Bogarts has won, but if they let Rafael Devers go, that would be a huge mistake, and that's something that they won't, they shouldn't forgive the front office for. Whatever he's asking for, you give it to him. I think you could you could sign Devers to an extension right now. There's no need to wait for him to become a free agent because he's young. He's 26 years old. So with Devers being 26, you could sign him to a 12-year deal right now. Why why can't you do that? Why can't you do that? But if you wait, I think if you wait until he's a free agent, then you're always going to have the excuse, oh, we don't want to give... We don't want to give that kind of money to an aging player. But that I think that's a sleight of hand that teams use to fool fans that don't know what's going on. They fool fans thinking that it was that the situation was out of their hands, that they never had a chance to get things done. Players will sign an extension if the terms are appropriate and the terms are in their favor. We see it all the time. Look at what the Braves continue to do. Then again, that's a bit that's a bit of a different situation because they're they're signing those players when they're so young that the Braves have the leverage. They're signing those players in their first, second year in the big league, so the players are are taking the, the security. But a guy like Devers who's already been an all-star and already put up big numbers, knows that his value is, is high up there, and he's going to command a lot in the open market. So Red Sox are, are uh, annoying a lot of fans with these moves. They really are, because people are going to be wondering, what the heck is going on? We used to be in the running for every big free agent, every big name. Now that's not happening anymore. What could they pivot to? I mean, there are other players on the market still. You still have Carlos Correa on the market. I don't think the Red Sox are going to sign him. You still have Dansby Swanson. I don't think they'll sign him either. Carlos Rodon is seeking a seven-year deal. The Red Sox do need pitching. I mean, there have been some phenomenal names on the market this winter, and Boston Okay, yes, they signed Kenley Jansen, which has been a huge addition. They needed a real closer. They went out and got one. That's great. Awesome. But there are still other guys out there that would plug some holes. I think Carlos Rodon is one. You know, you need some star power. And the injury issues with Rodon have been a concern for some teams, which is why his ask of seven years seems a bit lofty. Seems a bit lofty. But someone's going to sign him, and we'll see. But this dude, when he has been on, has been one of the best pitchers in the league or in all of baseball for the past few years. In other news, the Cardinals signed Wilson Contreras to a five-year deal. So five years, $87.5 million. He's going to succeed Yadier Molina, obviously a Cardinals legend who's been back there for the past two decades. Contreras is... Is he the, he's not the best hitting catcher in baseball. I would say Real Muto is, but he's one of the best hitting catchers in all of baseball. He's right up there. I'd say he's right behind, he's right behind JT Real Muto. So he's going to be switching sides on that rivalry, that Cardinals Cubs rivalry. He's going to be a St. Louis Cardinal now. Congrats to him on getting his bag. That's a, that's a really fine infield that the Cardinals have built. You have Goldie and Arenado on the corners. Contreras catching, you have Brendan Donovan there, you have Tommy Edmond up the middle, those two guys. That's a really fine defense. I mean, their whole their whole team defensively has, has always been good, but they've improved. This move has has really beef, beefed up their defense, and they're hitting too. Going from, I mean, Yadi was a better defensive catcher than 
Contreras is, but going from Yachty to Wilson Contreras with the bat is a huge upgrade. They're gonna they're gonna enjoy that for sure. So where do we stand with some of the other big names? You know, it's being reported that Carlos Correa and Dansby Swanson, you know, they are the last of the big four shortstops remaining because Bogarts and Turner have signed. But uh, we're hearing some some rumors about Miami, about the Miami Marlins potential, potentially. Uh, what are these guys going to look for? I think with Correa, he's going to get the biggest amount of money. I think he's going to get he's going to sign the highest shortstop deal of the winter because he's 28 years old. So I think he's going to get something like 10 years, 10 years, 300 or so, something around that. He's put up some pretty big numbers the past couple of years, and I think he's going to he's going to get that because the market has shifted. I mean, Turner just got 300 million guaranteed. Bogey just got 280 guaranteed. So Correa will get 300 plus. And I think 10 years will be what will be the minimum for him. So Dansby Swanson, you know, it's being reported the Braves haven't given him a legitimate offer. They're saying it was six years, somewhere between 16 to 17 million a year. So that's that's only 100 million dollars. That is not anywhere close to what the market is 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 going to throw at him. So I don't think Dansby Swanson will be back. But I mean, what, what what are we what are we looking at here, right? With with the Braves, you have a team that's won their division a few times. Who's going to take over at shortstop? I'm not really sure if they have anyone on the farm. You know, I don't know. I don't know. At the end of the day, these owners are running a business and they want to make their balance sheet look as profitable as possible, which I understand. But it's just a tough pill to swallow if you're a fan of these teams. If you're a fan of these teams and you're saying, hey, you know, we want to win. We want to see. Also, not only do you want to win, you want to go to the ballpark. You want to see stars. You know, don't underestimate the importance of star power. You know, when the Red Sox had David Ortiz, he was worth the price of admission alone. Is going to Fenway Park to see Big Poppy come up to the back, come up to the plate, was a spectacle of its own. Who do the Red Sox have now? It's just Devers. For the Braves, they have a bunch of guys, but star power sells tickets. So you have to factor that into consideration. You don't want to just be a team that just sneaks into the postseason with 87, 86 wins. That's not good enough. You want to win 95, 95 games, you know, 90, 95 games, go into the playoffs, you know, avoid wildcard series and things like that. You don't just want to sneak in by skinning your teeth. And you need elite talent to do that. You have to do what the Phillies are doing. You have to do what the Mets are doing, which is realize that you're going to have to spend a lot of money to get elite talent. But that is the situation. It's a business at the end of the day. But I think fans can also vote with their wallet. You know, if, if certain fan bases have always relied on the fact that they'll get attendance numbers, you know, yes, then they could start to manipulate them. Like, well, fans are going to come to Fenway Park anyway. We don't have to put such a good product on the field. But if Red Sox fans stop going to games, then they'll see attendance numbers start to dip. Of course, that's going to hurt the ownership group's pocketbook another way, and then maybe they'll reverse course. So at the end of the day, the consumer has a lot of power. So we'll see how that goes, how that shakes out. That's where things stand right now. A few more signings to announce. Another thing is that the Mets have agreed to re-sign Brandon Nimmo to an eight-year, 
162 million dollar contract this is a perfect example of a team that's an ownership group that's all in you retain homegrown talent that's really good talent that you don't need to see walk because it would be hard to replace Nemo has been with the Mets his whole career he's a legitimate center fielder great on base numbers give him the money he deserves eight years 162 and you keep it moving no need to let him go just to you know save save some money. You know the Mets are clearly clearly in win now mode, and re-signing Brandon Nimmo is a good way to do that. So they signed Nimmo. They also signed reliever David Robertson. Mets are all in. Good for them. Good for them. The deal with D Rob was a one year, ten million dollar deal, coming over from the Phillies. So that is where we stand with things. That's going to do it for today, folks. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.